Welcome to the Good Stuff Podcast with me, Kevin. And me, Izzy. Join us as we stumble through 20 minutes or so searching for the good stuff going on in the world to remind ourselves that not everything is going to shit. Well, here we are. I always do this every week, don't I? Can yes, you say you something? Do. Could you say and something? We're not there anymore now. No, we are not there. We're here. And we're not really near each other anymore either. No, where is here? We are at my house. We are indeed. And if things sound a little bit different, it's because we're now in HD because we have a new setup. We both have our own microphone. We can both sit a long way away from each other. So we're not as far away as we want. We're not on the bus anymore, people. We're not on the bus. No, and I'm and not I'm, sewing any boats. And I'm mostly looking at Izzy's artwork, which is quite of impressive. You are. Is that your artwork over there? I think it is, yeah. So the last podcast was episode eight. No, it's not. This is eight. No, this is nine, I think. No, this is eight. We haven't done eight yet. Who's counting? Answers on a postcode, clearly not <laughs> I, clearly not I, us. I think Last one was seven. And that was on animals. But this week, um, our episode is all about the normal stuff. So, yes, you haven't heard from us for a while, have you? Um, so, again, apologies. I keep on making apologies. It might apologies have been a relief, Instagram. to be honest. Maybe. I mean, a short reprieve. I mean, we didn't get a lot of mail saying, where Please, are you? Come Please, come <laughs> Please give us more. Um, although you didn't say more. We're back. Don't worry. So you've got us for the next 20 minutes or so. Yeah, or so. Um, And we are just going to talk about the day-to-day stuff. Anyway, so how has your last couple... Because I've not really seen Izzy for a couple of weeks. So how have your last couple of weeks been, Izzy? Well, I think they've been a lot better than yours. (laughs) Yeah, well, there we go. Tick. Yeah, tickety-boo. Tickety-boo. And um, yeah, with the whole normal thing, I guess... Um, I'm soon going to be out of this lovely house. So actually one of the things that we were talking about earlier, which is I think why we decided to do what have you, you you've got a really good name for this podcast. What's it called? Oh this yeah, one? the normal services resumed. Normal yeah. Normal service no, something different. No, 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 normal services resumed. Normal services resumed. Okay, fine. Yeah. Oh, yes. Um yeah, it's the fact that we sort of can take for granted some things which um, are actually really nice. Like being able to go back to your own house. That's amazing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and for me, sleeping in my own bed, um, yeah. deciding what I want to do when basically I was looking after my mum for two weeks because um, she wasn't at all well. And it's just nice. I miss her, but it's also nice to be back in the day-to-day. And Izzy, we should explain, Izzy doesn't always live in her house. She sometimes... I rent it out, yeah. Rents it out. Um, so she doesn't get to be in her lovely house. And this is the first time I've ever been in here for any length of time. Because yeah. Izzy cooked for me this week The as well. first time I cooked for you as well. Yep. And I cooked not one, but two meals, just to say. Yes, that is true, actually. But I did, we didn't have we them side by all. side. We just had them all together. It was yes. just two curries. Obviously. But they were very, yes. very good. Top marks. Um, so, yeah, it's just talking about the things that maybe, a bit like my meh diary, but we take for granted every day um, and we don't really think about. And it's only when we don't have them that we notice that we haven't got them. And then when we get them back, it makes us feel better. Yeah. So for you, it will be, I imagine, being in your own space, having your own sofa, lighting your own fire, uh, being in your own bed, knowing where stuff is, I guess, because you stay 
with friends and with family the rest of the time. amazing scenario, which I haven't had at all in the last few years, which is where I would actually go away for a bit, but go away, being able to leave everything as it was and knowing it'll be the same when I come back because someone isn't going to be in. I'm not leaving the house because someone else is going to be there. I'm leaving the house because I am actually just going to go off somewhere. And it's just empty. Imagine. You mean this house here? Imagine the luxury of that. Leaving this house without someone else being in it. I imagine for a lot of people though, that's, that's, for me, see, I live on my own, you live on your own. Mm. I don't let my place out, but it's really, I've got used to just putting something down and knowing where I put it. Whereas if you live with a family or you have kids, I imagine that must just take so much energy because you're constantly thinking, I put that there, somebody's moved it. Or I put that where I would think it's appropriate and somebody's taken it away. And that would drive me mad. Yeah, I'm kind of used to that because I'm part of a big family. So yeah, you haven't been used to it for a while yet. Not in this house. Although actually there are a few things you were saying this evening, like you wanted old grey tea, honestly. Oh. Um, and I did have it. Because I'm a pretentious it. prick. It's because I'm a pretentious prick. Of course he has Earl Grey. Yeah, I love Earl Grey. Um, but yeah. Yeah, so, so there are a few things, I guess, which like, oh, that just must have been used up by someone. Or, or even actually occasionally I'll find new things. Go, oh, well, that's not mine. Must have just been left here. Interesting. And I will, I know it sounds really weird because we've, we've harped on about this whole thing about taking things for granted. I think you just don't notice you haven't got something until you've stepped away from it. You don't have to not have it. You just have to not have access to it on a regular basis. Prime example. Here's a prime example, right? My mum's water went off. Uh, these are these are first world problems. I'm aware of that. But my mum's water completely turned off. And she instinctively takes for granted, you turn the tap, you get fresh, clean water. You know, you flush the toilet, you get fresh, clean water. And suddenly having to... Well, people got her bottles of water, but having to open bottles of water, store them, find places to put them, conserve water because she only had five bottles. Suddenly, she was. She said the following day, you know, when she had access to water again, or a couple of days later, she really appreciated what it must be like to not have that on tap, as it were. I have that with um, gas because I'm. I haven't got mains gas. I've got cylinders at the bottom of my garden, and so whenever I run out, and occasionally I run out without any spares. <clears throat> And so, yeah, that suddenly means no hot water, no hob working, no heating working. Uh, yeah, you just have to have cold everything. So, so you, I think you said this, we have to be without. I think I'm sure you said this on one of the yeah. previous podcasts. So, yes, you had to, yes, I said that um, you have to, it's basically the balance of lack versus abundance. Yeah. If you do experience a fair amount of lack, then you'll realise how much abundance can come in the normal things. Um, yeah. I like that. But ditto, people have tons of, total tons and tons of things. They won't realise that until when that's been taken away. You just have a little thing to be done. So um, I think, well, total hats off to people who are able to really, really appreciate the small things in life because they are the biggest things, as everyone knows. It's the small things that make the, like, so something little like, um, I think one of my siblings was saying about how lovely it was that um, one of uh, their children just gave them a slight sort of side look as they were running off somewhere. A little tiny smile just as they ran off. And that just suddenly meant an awful lot to them. And it could have been missed. That's the most important thing. These these little things little could tiny, have been missed. Tiny, yeah. th- like the smallest little incidental <clears throat> thing can actually just totally make your day. So I had something really sweet like that. So my best friend's daughter, I was having a really bad day. I was really fed up. I think she picked up on it. Probably because I hit her. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> no, I didn't hit her. Please don't write in. Um, no, I, and she came in. She just went out of the room. I felt, oh, she's bored of me. And then she came back in with some scissors, children's safety scissors, I hasten to add, and some paper. And she went, 
Um, Uncle Vino, do you want to just do some paper cutting? It might cheer you up. Oh. And then I nearly burst into tears. So you've gone off to find stuff. And then I proceeded, I have to say, I might put them on Instagram. Oh, I probably haven't got them anymore to make some pretty impressive folded paper. You know, those stencil things you yes. do when you fold the paper. And honestly, that, sh- that short moment of just her doing that and then zoning out and just cutting paper into shapes was amazing. And I, I, and I took that, I could have easily taken that moment for granted a bit like yeah. um, your, your brother or sister-in-law. May have missed it. May have missed that moment if they hadn't. Sort we of just been... never really thought that, that would make such a difference. Yeah. Um, and what I think occasionally, especially as we're heading into a lovely season, I, I love this sort of season. What um, spring? You saying summer? Springy, summery Springy time. Summer, yeah. Every, the light just looks amazing. Yeah. So little tiny bits yeah. of like light going off. Ah, that just fills me with like a little bit of happiness. Like yes, well, that, that all... is a beautiful scene right ahead of me. Do you think in a in a yeah. society where we have access especially in this day and age to a lot more than we've ever really needed i was thinking about this when we were growing up there might be one or two shops for this or there might be a shop for that whereas now you go online there's probably 15 different shops that will offer you varieties of the yeah, same we had that. product we were all trying to work out what shoes i was going to buy in the I mean, office it's insane. <laughs> and, and you and you kind of appreciate i, oh I do God, if too many shoes i appreciate things less if there's more of it like you said, the scarcity of something makes it more precious. Yeah. So what I was going to say was hats off to people who are able to um, appreciate the tiny things all the time and love the tiny things all the time, because that's actually more of a, an amazing thing that will just suddenly happen to you. Um, it tends to be people who have sort of, you know, probably literally been through the wars. Um, in fact, that was a classic thing, wasn't it? That, you know, p- people who did come back from war would just be in total awe of what peacetime looked yeah. like. You have to really experience some bad trauma in your life to then come back to normality and realise how lovely it is. But do you think it's a, because I was wondering whether it's a learnt skill that we've just stopped learning because we're post-war and we're mm. living in a pretty, okay, COVID's been utterly awful for a lot of people, but we, we let's be honest, for the last sort of, 50 60 years we've had a pretty good run of it and things have been quite we've it's well not for everybody just to be clear but we've been relatively affluent relatively safe relatively well, peaceful for that, means, for that reason that's why mentally it's sort of harder as well but so what there's, i'm saying is do you think it's a learned behavior that we've just stopped learning well I mean, there's the whole mindfulness thing isn't there well yeah yeah and it's sort of something that we do have to learn a bit more we have to learn to be mindful which is actually a really hard thing to do you basically have to go on a course for that nowadays um but it's your instinct because my best friend i was driving to work this morning and my best friend was very clear with me that i was being just miserable and negative but do you think our default well I know for a fact that mine probably is it's probably to be negative and moan as opposed to go oh look at that or point out something like you were just saying or look at that sunset or look at that mine's the opposite my default is to actually be a bit overly optimistic but it depends what you're optimistic about if you're optimistic about stuff that is very much within your control to be optimistic of as in your reaction to something like doesn't my commute to work look lovely today as opposed to my god i've been on this bus for 17 hours yes exactly or or gone on the traffic jam um, yeah, no, I can see that because I used to get the bus before I before I realised how much I hated them. I used to get the bus into work, and initially I was like, "Oh God, people are getting on paying with fifty pound notes," and uh, it, it, everything annoyed me. People would, people would press the buzzer um, before they before the and get up before the bus had stopped, and then they'd fall over. Oh, it was just endless. <laughs> and um, but then I just all I did was I Pulled got on the bus. Bunny. 
put my headphones in, got a book. And I was like, this is quality time where I literally can't do anything else. I don't have to concentrate on driving. Somebody else is doing that. And I can't do anything else. I can't be anywhere else. I can't do anything. That's what I love about train journeys. Yeah. Although, see, a lot of people, and I remember Joanna Lumley said this. She said, be in the moment. So I thought this was really interesting. She said she sat on the train. She doesn't have a phone. Or if she has a phone, it's ancient. And she said that she looked around and she saw somebody was doing a crossword. Somebody was reading a book. Somebody was on a Kindle. Somebody was on a laptop. Somebody was um, uh, looking through some paperwork. Somebody was rifling through their bag. And she said she only spotted one person daydreaming looking out the window, mm. not focusing on anything, not taking photos of anything, not speaking to anyone. They could have been to music. No, no, they had no headphones in. Oh. They were just literally staring out the window. They were either that or a psycho. But they... Yes, I know. It's thin line, isn't it? Yeah, That's but she said, I am. But she said, they, she said, no one just stops and daydreams. And we don't. We, 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 we are... We have so much in our lives that can distract us. I think that's the problem. Apparently, we're supposed to do that. Apparently, it's really good for your brain to basically... No, 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 but to get bored. Oh, interesting, yeah. To not do anything and for your brain to get bored. Because apparently, when you get bored, that's when it sort of... It doesn't panic, but it, it goes into slight overdrive where... Links that you wouldn't normally make are suddenly like made. Neur- and where and you stuff. suddenly come up yeah. with that. So like, um, oh, well, I, I sometimes get this when I'm in the bath or when I think I'm about to go to sleep or random thoughts suddenly come to your head, which you think, well, how on earth did I make those connections? And it's because I was just basically running on idle for a bit. Yeah. And my brain suddenly went boing. Yeah. Um, no, I can see that. Because I wasn't forcing it to do anything. You're right, actually. Boredom, boredom is not encouraged. And it's, in fact, it should I'm, be. I would say it's positively discouraged. In fact, I was talking about obviously tons of people I know at the moment who um, are parents and screen time is a big thing mm. um, and comparing their life to our life is obviously a big <sighs> thing. Always different. When I grew up, no yeah. screens. Oh, we just had to play under the table all day. Uh, but, you know, it's sort of the point. Yeah, if you get a child bored, then suddenly they will think of really the unusual stuff they'll just, well, in theory. Uh, but it, nowadays it's hard to get bored because there's so many so things many that you could do. <clears throat> but it will yeah. also fire their imagination. And I think it's, but it's because it's, I guess it's, we reach for something that is quick and easy. Because uh. I was having this argument with my mum. She said, she said, oh, you're on your screen again. And she said, do you have that thing on your iPhone that tells you how much screen time you, and I was like, Scary. yeah, yeah, I do. So like, we're not looking at it. Um, <laughs> but I said to her, the difference is, I think, is when she was growing up, everything was a lot more compartmentalised. If you wanted to watch the telly, there was one telly in one room. That was it. That was the telly room. Oh, if you wanted was to... locked up. Oh, you, the ceremony God. of opening it. It's a bit terrifying. <laughs> you were locked up or the TV? No, you both. TV. Both. <laughs> um, we locked the children up and they'd come out for an hour and watch the TV after we'd unlocked the TV. Um, are you okay, Izzy? <laughs> Wait for help. Wait for help. Um, no, no, no. But then, and the phone. Like, the phone was attached to the wall and there was a ah. wire and that was next to a phone chair. We used to have a special Which phone we're basically stall. revealing our age here, Kev. But yeah, yes. I know, I know. Yes, but in order to talk is, to your friend, you had to talk to their parents yeah. for about 50 And also, there was one computer in one room and it had one internet connection. No one else had internet connection anywhere else oh, apart from that one computer. if you were lucky enough to have internet connection. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. AOL. Do you remember that? AOL. But um, ding, I suppose ding, the point ding. I'm trying to make is that we have access to everything within our own personal space a lot more easily now. Mm. And so the ability to be bored is sort of, it's it's, it's disappeared because I can reach from my phone. I was thinking about this. I don't know the last time I watched a film at home without looking at my phone. Like a cinema, maybe. But I don't know the last time I sat at home, watched a TV program 
or a film and didn't look at my phone. It's weird. And, and for me, mm. that means I'm not engaging in something properly. Now, my version of that, because obviously I haven't actually watched anything in months. Um, 32 is years. I took myself <laughs> TV's off. still locked up, people. I took myself off for a lovely walk. Um, I sort of went off a little mini holiday. Took myself off for a lovely walk. Went to the best bit, the most amazing view on that walk. And when I got there and sat down, this brilliant, it's like literally you have to go off on this sort of long, long cliff bit where there's like a precipice <laughs> beside the side. Where's this story going? <laughs> a long, long so, cliff. <laughs> when I got to the end of it, where you, there, there's then a bit to, you know, sit down then look back at this most amazing at least 180 view but really it's 360 um i sat down thinking okay i'm now going to totally take this in yeah i thought of something which i wanted to add to my asda online (laughs) order and i thought i can't do that that's not not the right time to be but it was annoying me that i might forget so in the end i sat down and went on blooming asda and added whatever it was the washing powder and and i thought this is not the time to be doing it but i just if i don't do it now then i'm not going to then be able to beautiful view no no it's just annoying isn't it what's the worst the fact that i could do that because i have my phone with me yeah you see meant that i don't know i just felt like i had to do it you might have had a handbag and a pen and paper in the past i don't know yeah, which didn't bother. Or a man yeah, servant. Go, just go around. Or a man in, servant. In the past, I had a man. She had a man that could do everything. Um, but no, yeah, no, that's so. So I suppose what we're saying is find some time to disconnect. Maybe just disconnect from things. Go get bored. Go and get bored. I mean, but how do you get bored? I, I, oh, well, you have to switch Wi-Fi off for a start. As in, you have to force yourself to That's what I mean. So, so a lot of people do yeah. say the whole unplug thing's amazing. I, I, I'm not actually a real fan of depriving yourself no. of stuff. A little bit like that as to order. In order to calm my mind down, I did have to just get that out of the way. And, you know, yes, it was annoying that I was doing it. And I was very aware I was doing it. Yeah, but you done but, it. But I did gone. it. And then... Then you enjoyed the view. I could switch off. Yeah. So they also, are going to... That's just how my mind Also, we've just discovered that you shop at Asda. Oh, yeah. Well done. I don't. I don't have an Asda near me. I'm oh. more of a Sainsbury's and wait. Actually, I hate Sainsbury's. Sorry, Sainsbury's. But I'm, yeah, Waitrose, I've, I've Sainsbury's, Tesco's. Um, yeah. No loyalty. Yeah, I don't know what you say. My, <laughs> Although, my supermarket. That would be a great advert for you, for Asda. Woman on top of cliff enjoy. No, she doesn't enjoy what, you. She's ordering her shopping powder. What's shopping powder? Yeah. Washing. No, washing powder. Um, yeah. But what we're saying is go disconnect. Go and get bored. That, that's what we're saying. Go and yeah, don't go and get, get scared of being bored. Maybe yeah. that's the thing. If you feel like you're being, and you, you, you ought to entertain yourself, don't worry about that. Just, yeah. Well, I suppose it's a bit like, you know when you meditate, people always get, because I always, I always used to say to people, I find it really hard when people go, oh, go and meditate, because my mind just goes, chung, 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 chung. But no, but the point is, the whole point of it is that you allow those things to arrive and then you can't fight them. You know, they're going to come into your head like, oh my God, did I, did I do that? Did I, did, I, did I feed the cat? Did I leave the kids in the car but obviously if you did go and get them out but you have to let those thoughts arrive and then just let them leave again you know don't try and stop them be like i'm I'm now i'm doing um meditating and i suppose that's why how i feel when i'm bored and i think we're scared of getting bored because we're not sure who we are anymore god that's a bit deep but for me to meditate so i'm not the sort of person will sit there and go "Mm, no i will have to be um doing something that I really enjoy in a repetitive way, which would be swimming or walking. Yeah. Probably something like that. Um, And as it is actually a bit monotonous, but I do love the feeling of it. 
then I will gradually get into, and this is after, you know, a good, like, almost hour, then I go into this, and I think people who, I would never run, but people who run say they're in the same thing, where we just sort of hit a level where everything, your mind clears, mm. and you're just focusing on what you're doing but at I that think particular you, point. So I had that exact same experience when I went and did pottery. My yes. My mum got me a pottery class, and initially I was just, I was listening to the, it was a one-on-one, on, one on one and I was listening to her, and she was telling me what to do, and I was nervous, and I was watching, my mum was watching me, and then gradually I found, I didn't even realise I was doing it until afterwards. I was so concentrating on what I was doing that there was a part of my brain that really had to focus on that physical aspect of that. Like that, bingo? That, yeah. Yeah. You've got to pay attention during bingo. Exactly. Yeah. And then it enabled, I, it was only afterwards, after about two hours, that I went, oh my God, where did that two hours go? And I suddenly, it all came flooding yeah. back and I realised, I went, I haven't thought about anything. I haven't thought about my concerns, my mental health, my, my I'm worried about this. I haven't thought about anything. All I focused on is making this little pot for the last two hours, but I hadn't even thought about doing that. It was like an automatic yeah. reaction. So maybe finding something... Because I do, I do think it needs to be something physical. That's why a lot of people say exercise. I think I get that when I'm painting too. Actually, yeah, totally right. it does not have to be exercise at all. And I would not, no, but I think a lot of people levitated, But yeah, whatever the thing yeah. is, it's going to distract you. But just to be clear, when we're saying be bored, we don't mean be silent. You don't have to be silent to be bored. No? You know, you don't have to switch. We're not. I suppose what we're saying is disconnect. That's one thing. You know, disconnect from technology. That's one thing. Get bored, but we don't mean sit silently in a room, sort of swaying. Or rocking, you know, just just don't. I don't know. How yeah, do no, you I get think, bored? Oh, yeah, you're right. I was sort of slightly talking about two different things. Yeah. There's the being bored, and then there's the focus. But actually, really, being bored is does bring a focus in a little bit more, doesn't it? Yeah. Of, um, yeah, well, more likely to be mindful, I think, when you're bored. Well, look, I'm keeping an eye on the clock, and we have a cut. We have oh, yeah, a, we've got to. We have a new segment which we'll do at the end, which we'll tell you about shortly. But the next section is the famous Random. section. A bit early. Okay. Welcome, everybody, <laughs> to the, the random, random finger, finger of good news. News, news, news. News, news, news. So, yeah, this is the random finger of good news. And we've bought the papers, which I'm slightly, I'm just reaching for now. Ugh, I can't really be bothered to get up. So, can I just throw you one? Let's do the random finger. I'll just throw you one. So, you say stop. I'm going to flick through the papers. You say stop. Okay, stop. Okay, that's going to be the same one, isn't it? No, not the same one. And then I'm going to throw you this one. So this is, as always, The Happy News by Emily Coxhead. This is issue 18. I'm not telling you what year it was because it's mega out of date. But here you go. I'm lobbing it over to Izzy. Let's just test my uh, lobbing one. skills. No, there you go. Should I read it upside down? <laughs> there is a coronation one, actually, but I don't think I've got that here, sadly. But yeah. Um, so anyway, let's do it properly. Flick away, please. Flick through the paper. It's and the 2021, stop. so it's going to be... Thanks, right. thanks. I wasn't going to tell oh, people the nice. year. Hold oh, on, no. Okay. Da, 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 stop. Okay, stop. Here we go. Let's see. What is our random piece of good news? Go. Well, it was actually between two things. But one's a really short one, which I can say, and the other one is slightly longer. Short, please. So the really short one is, did you know? Did you know? Did you know? Did you know? A group of butterflies is called a kaleidoscope. Oh, that's quite nice, isn't it? I did not know that. I don't There's loads of no, others, isn't there? There's loads. Oh, which one's the one? Is it crows that is a parliament? Murder. Murder. Is oh, it a murder? I, I thought it was a parliament. Oh, my God, that wrong. Anyway, who knows? Where do they come up with these names? Yeah, it's a parliament of no, it's not another par- blackbird. What would a what would a group of owls, Izzy's owls, parliament of owls? What would a group of Izzy's be? 
Um, a muddle. What? <laughs> right, a muddle of Izzy's. I can't Well, you know, because you're a bit all over the place. The what place. would a group of Kevins be? Chaos. Oh, okay. Well, now you're just being aggressive. I would say a fabulous. <laughs> no, that's rubbish. A, a, a nightmare. A nightmare of Kevins. <laughs> yeah, no. No, I can't think of one. Um, we might give away one of Izzy's paintings, actually, in a oh, competition. I just thought, oh, oh, maybe we won't. I don't know. <laughs> just, well, one of, the, one of the less good ones. <laughs> well, uh, why are we doing that? We could do. A, we could definitely do a print. I've got prints. Oh, well. It's gone from a painting to a print. How disappointing. Next what, what's, just, what's the, next um, what's the competition? Uh, <laughs> name the name what a group of Izzy's is. Okay. That could be quite funny. I might, do, I might put that on Instagram. Name a group of Izzy's. Yeah. It's not a muddle. It's not a muddle. Name, maybe it could be name a group of Izzy's and a group of Kevins. Oh, dear God. That would be what's terrifying. a collective noun? What's for- a collective noun for <laughs> Izzy's and Kevins? Um, right. Do you want to say stops? This is my turn now. So here we go. Okay. So, um, I'm going to go to the very end. Stop. Brilliant. Right Your timing is impeccable. I know. <laughs> here we go. And go. Stop. Ooh. Oh, no. We're in the middle again. Oh, no. They're everyday heroes. I can't. No, I can't do that. No, that's what, sorry. Why? I don't know. Maybe I can. Maybe I'll just talk about an everyday hero. Oh, you need to go around the page. Yeah, I know, but they're all everyday heroes. Don't oh. tell me how to do my own segment. Right. Oh, you didn't want any of that page. No, it's fine. We're going to do what? this page now. Oh, I yes. Okay, okay. Stop on that page. Stop. Okay. Oh, no. This is just some woman saying she's proud of her mother. No. Right. Next one. Here we go. Stop. Next go. Stop. Okay. Oh, no, this is good. The Happiness Museum opens. Oh, where? Won't be visiting that. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, well, let me tell you, Izzy. I, I will read you the story. Denmark, best place in the world. Um, Denmark, along Denmark, alongside its Nordic neighbours, is usually near the top of the world happiness report. So it's appropriate that Copenhagen now hosts the Happiness Museum. Created by the Happiness Research, the Happiness Research Institute, which investigates the science of happiness to help inform public policy discussions, the venue offers visitors a global view of happiness. What does that even mean? A global view of happiness? It's just somebody smiling in a cage. Um, the museum explores happiness politics, how happiness varies across regions, and how it's changed over time. Britain, miserable. <laughs> Copenhagen. Happy. This sounds a bit too detailed. I know. Let's get to something. Hold on. With interactive exhibits, thought experiments, joyful artifacts, and sometimes chocolate. Random. Yeah, okay, guaranteed. The aim of the museum is to help people understand where happiness comes from and why some people experience it more than others. Um, and then randomly, there's a quote at the bottom here that says, we might be Danish or Mexican or American or Chinese, but we are first and foremost people. That was by Mike Wickig, apologies if I've said his name wrong, CEO of the Institute, told CNN, it's the same things that drive happiness no matter where we're from. And I hope that people will see that in the exhibition. Do you know what? I might look into that. I might put that link onto Instagram because I could be interested to see what the exhibition is. Should we try and get an all expenses page? Yes, please. Yes, please. The, um, uh, what's his name? Mike, Mike Wicking. Go on. Can I come over so I can learn how to pronounce your name properly? Tag and harass. 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 Yeah, if we can't get to the pub and. So that's the random thing we could use. I mean, not incredible this week, I'll be honest. Um, but there you go. Oh, here are just here are a group of pugs. There must be loads of these in this paper. What is the collective noun for a group of pugs? Pugs as opposed to dogs. Yeah, no, pugs as in a dog. A pug is a dog. Yeah, pugs but it's very specific, breed. isn't it? Yeah. It's a grumble of pugs. I quite like that. As opposed to a muddle of izzies. 
As opposed to a chaos of Kevin's. Mm, quite like that with a K. Yeah, no. Um, so that's that segment over and done with. Um, the new segment we're bringing in is we, we're trying to think of a name for it, but AI. So I have discovered, and if you haven't, go and discover it, um, an AI bot on Snapchat. I don't think you want to go into the black hole of no, it's fun. It's actually AI. good fun. So I, for example, I'm going to go and talk to my AI now, who weirdly is pink with red hair. Who knew? Um, and I'm going to ask him a question. So how, I'm going to put, how do I get bored? How do I get bored? Um, listen to this podcast. <laughs> um, and the answer is, now, oh, he's, he's thinking, or she, or they. I'm not sure I understand your question. Could you clarify what you mean by get oh, bored? Oh, that's really useful, isn't it? It's annoying, isn't See? it? Also, who says clarify in the day-to-day? Could you just clarify that, please, Izzy? Was it Earl Grey or normal tea? No one says clarify. Um, I want... Okay, give me some questions. I'll try another one. I mean, this segment may not last, I'll be honest. I can't oh, see this. Oh, you asked something before, and that was really good. Was it? Brilliant. Yeah. Well, that's. I'm so glad we told you that. Whatever that was. <laughs> we, asked, we, we did something really good before the podcast. Honest. Which we didn't record. Um, uh, what about how do I get the chap from the Happiness Museum to give us a free <laughs> ticket uh, to fly over and see them? How do I get happy? No, why don't you ask them what, what makes a good podcast? That's relevant. Oh, that's true. That's true. Oh, here we are. No. How do I get happy? Okay. There are many ways to find happiness. You can try doing things that make you happy. Wow. I mean, that's groundbreaking. Like spending time with friends and family, unless you hate them, pursuing hobbies <laughs> or volunteering. You can also try practicing gratitude by focusing on the good things in your life and expressing appreciation for them. That is exactly what we were just talking about. Mm. Don't sweat the small stuff. Focus on the small stuff. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So um, and, and the other thing is how fed. we're going to ask him how do how do we make a good podcast? Please, <laughs> please, somebody. Let's see I what Mister A. Maybe record regularly. Hold on. Yes, all right. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> oh no, I've got it. Here we go. You ready to make a good pod? Oh, learn how to talk. To make a good podcast, you should start by choosing a topic that you're passionate about. Make sure you do your research. <laughs> <laughs> And plan your episode in advance. <laughs> We're too busy eating curry. Um, you can also try to collaborate. No talking, please. Collaborate. Well, he's trying. We are trying. You can also try to collaborate with guests or other podcasters to bring new perspectives and ideas to your show. Finally, make sure to promote your podcast on social media and engage with your listeners to build a community. Well, I think we've got a community of like 10 people and that's a community, right? That's all the Wombles had. There was like eight of them. Yeah. Um, the Wombles yeah. were these weird characters from the 90s for oh, anybody that wasn't born in, in the 80s um, and as far as collaborating um, we are now sponsored um, yes. by Peach Pubs so thank you very much Peach Pubs um, if you haven't been to a Peach Pub go and find one there check may well be one near you and they're, they're very good go check them out and we will I promise we will uh, be going to a pub very soon to do a podcast well, yes, to talk we're about very food. much trying just dates are not aligning food and well-being um, so yeah that's I think that's pretty much oh and we actually may also be getting a, a guest on fairly soon yes a guest who well I suppose we could tell people she during lockdown she oh uh, no, let's not give it away oh okay well I was going to say she's an artist and yes, she yes, yes. she has an interesting canvas 
Yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah. put it that way. She has an interesting canvas and she's quite, um, she's quite amazing, quite impressive, the stuff that she does on said canvas in inverted speech marks, inverted commas, inverted commas, one of them. Yeah, no so, one saw you do those things I know, your no one saw me do that. Somebody once said, if you're going to do that, just punctuate the whole sentence, comma, slash, return. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. So that's it for this week. A uh, bit of a jumble of stuff. Um, but there you go. So um, we hope you got something out of that. If you didn't, just enjoy listening to our voices or just turn off. You know, Go and be bored. Turn us off. Go and be bored. Yeah. This, yeah. this podcast has enabled you. To be bored. <laughs> to be bored. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your monotonous tone <laughs> are, and your boring topics has enabled me to be bored. far too much time eating curry. Yeah. We're basically doing this at almost midnight. Yeah. So is our excuse for sticking with it. Happy days. That's all we have time for today. Share, rate and review us and follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Join us next time for some more good stuff. Thanks for listening. Remember, you look hard enough, you'll always find the good stuff. And a cup of tea. This podcast was brought to you by us and Peach Pubs. Together, we always serve the good stuff. <laughs>